0: From the boom closet i'm ivy
1: and i'm alex
0: hi alex hi
1: how are you how are you, how are you? How are you? it's been a while i doing
0: great you want to know why i'm doing great let me tell you why <laughs> okay hold on because let me just sip my coffee up. while you tell me unless my unless my notes have deceived it in me in which case i'll be hella mad <laughs> I wrote a long list of, no, no. of A words that I would mm. use when I'm referencing your person. Hold on.
1: Mm.
0: Where the fuck is it? Oh, no. see, because, be the show. Be,
1: see? Because. See? Oh, because there man. are no words. There are no there words.
0: There are. Oh, here it is. Psych, <laughs> oh, bitch. You thought you was about to get away. Get your eyes Astounding Alex. Okay. Adept Alex and then shut Alex. The fuck Alex. up. Admirable Alex, agreeable Alex, altruistic Alex, amicable Alex, angelic Alex. Okay, I reject
1: Alex. your reality Amusing and substitute Alex. my own.
0: Authentic <laughs> Alex. Ooh, you know, I like you know,
1: you know, if you keep using them up, you won't have any more words. Actually, you know, go ahead, Authentic. say them all because you, then you won't have nothing I else to say. <laughs>
0: Nope, I stopped right there. You know why? Because I literally found a whole ass website that provided me a list of positive A-words. I'm not even kidding. I don't know who the fuck had this type of time. God bless you. Goddess bless you. Whoever you pray to bless you. Mm Because you took all the work out of it for me. I just had to write Alex at the end of it and remember to pull that shit up today. (laughs) I didn't know work. (sighs) Oh. all those are for you.
1: Mm. You're
0: welcome. Congratulations. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> I'm
1: going to crumple it up, up, throw it in the trash where it belongs with me in the trash. <laughs>
0: you're going to stop projecting my love, damn it. <laughs> you're going to take these positive names and you're going to use them like affirmations. You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to say, hello, good morning, I'm authentic Alex. I
1: you're will authentic authentic Alex. affirm that I belong in the trash. That's my well,
0: no, you do not. I'm gonna pick you up out of the trash, just like a good trash, just like a good dumpster diver does, and be like, "Oh, I can't believe they threw this away in the Sephora. See, they don't even know how much stuff is worth. I'm just gonna clean it up.
1: <laughs> it got some mold on it, but it's still useful.
0: <laughs> I scrape that off. It's, <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> it's just oh it's my god. They never hurt nobody.
1: My my grandpa used to do that shit when we had moldy bread. Has I've yeah, like he would make toast and we'd be like, it, there's mold on it. He's like, oh, just scrape off the top layer. It's fine. I'm like, Maybe. no.
0: Yeah, like if it's not sprinkled throughout the rest of the bread, like, yeah, I've seen that happen. I've seen, I've seen that in, in moments of desperation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Probably
0: makes you do crazy things.
1: Well, it's funny, though, because, like, we like different certain cheeses that are pretty much just moldy. So yeah, that is the irony
0: we're ill. Down. We're grossed out about that type of fungus, but at the same time, you're like, but I'm eating this blue cheese, though. <laughs> Alright. I mean, I,
1: I guess that's a good question for, like, food scientists to ask, like, yeah. why not is eating moldy cheese okay but, like, you can't eat moldy bread? Like, and now I'm talking about little spots. I'm not talking about, like, death circles on your fucking toast. <laughs> what the fuck are death circles? You know when it's, like, huge and gross and, like, absolutely fuzzy? And you're just like, oh loud, I can't eat the rest like of the other. The life. Like you can't eat the layers underneath because I've I've been that poor before where I'm like, maybe it's just not, maybe it's just the top layer. Let me look at the, the other the other slices real quick. No, I and mean, it's all the
0: way through. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Death hole. Mm-hmm. Death, death circle.
0: Death been there before. I just laugh because I ain't never heard it like that <clears> before. I, I always just look at it and go, oh well, that's fuck.
1: I mean, <laughs> I, I think time we've time all done that. I've done that before where I wanted to make a bomb-ass sandwich and you see the bread and that was the last, like, little piece of bread that you had and you're just like, fuck!
0: You know what stresses me out more is motherfuckers who don't be twisting up the bread bag and then, like... (laughs) You think that you like like there's no mold or nothing on the bread. You just pull this shit out though. This hard as a fucking break because people are right
1: <laughs> Okay, like, are so when you twist it. Get in here, it's fine. Do you use the twist tie or are you the person like when it gets further down, do you just fucking knot that shit? Like tie it in a knot. Excuse me, sir. We're I am both. recording Depends a podcast here. Some like rude ass with a motorcycle.
0: Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> You go on get we doing stuff. We're trying to have a production. Get the hell on. <laughs> like, no.
1: I'm trying to be professional, sir.
0: <laughs> sir, excuse me, sir. I am tried to have a professional production. And you are blocking <laughs> that ability. I'm gonna need you and all your loud noises to proceed to the exit. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but but yeah, yeah like no,
0: I hate so Brett. That shit hurts my feelings. Okay
1: oh, so okay, but like are you the type of person to use the twist ties, the little whatever the fuck those things are called that like those little plasticky things that put back on the bread? Or do you like mm-hmm. or do you like tie it in a knot?
0: Both like the like. All right. So it starts off like this. Yeah. The original intent is always to keep the twist. Type. Any person who lives in a house with multiple people mm-hmm. knows that there's always some dickhead who loses. The fucking twist tie. So then ultimately what winds up happening is this: every time you make a fucking sandwich or whatever the fuck you're just like pushing out all the air out of the bag and like nodding the bitch at the end. Or just like twisting it really tight and folding it over. Like sometimes I twist it up really tight and it kind of like knots itself and then I just like fold that bitch over and like push to the side. Like keep the flap on the bottom so like there's like gravity and shit do its job.
1: Right. I mean I do multiple things depending on um first of all I, I don't know if I'm the only one who does this, but um, I learned this from my old roommate, and I, for some reason, subconsciously, still do this to this day. But if you're going to pick up bread at any grocery store, check the dates. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in in that little aisle full of bread loaves, sometimes you'll find a date that's, like, a couple days further out. Grab that one. Don't be grabbing the first one that you see off the shelf unless you're going to be using the whole fucking thing. Otherwise, that shit's going to go bad. Yeah. Like.
0: Always reach behind. Those motherfuckers always put the new shit to the back. That's, like, almost all the grocery stores.
1: Sometimes, well, that bitch. sometimes I've seen them in the front. That's why, I, like, I'll go through each bag and, like, kind of look on the outside for the date. And sometimes they try to be sneaky and put it on the little twist tie plastic Little thing, not the actual twisty ones, but like, you know, I mean, yeah, the one that looked like a a fucking soda can top thing looks like that shit. Well, does it see, have I a name?
0: Okay, hold
1: something. on. And I, like, I, what? I, I I need to see what the fuck this thing is actually like, legitimately called because now my brain is confused. Okay, like, yeah, so oh, wait, no. there's there's the twist ties that we all know of, the ones that like you don't know which way you're twisting it until you realize you're you're like tightening it and then you're like, oh motherfucker. Oh. There's those right, and then there's the other ones, like the flat plasticky things.
0: Oh no, I don't use those. Those I just throw in the trash. They're so. What the good.
1: fuck are they called?
0: I don't know. I just look. I just consider them a, a bread tie. I just be like the hard plastic bread tie.
1: <laughs> it's called a bread clip. That shit oh, is called clip? a. I didn't know that shit was a bread clip. Just, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. They automatically go in the trash. So. Like, <laughs> sometimes they have the the date. On there, so Mm -hmm. like, you gotta look, you gotta look. Even if it's a cheap ass bread, you know, the ninety eight cent bread, I like, I bought that shit too. Check the dates, check the dates as well as eggs, check egg dates.
0: Oh yeah, people don't be checking dates on their eggs. Hold on, first of all, why y'all not checking dates on your food? Let's just, let's just back it up to some to some basics real quick. Are we not all grown people pre- pre- predominantly or old enough to be able to read and understand well, shit to a certain degree? Okay, why are we not looking at dates then?
1: I think some people just have the luxury of of not having to worry about food like that.
0: We're not talking to them. If they got enough money to burn and throw their food in the trash and waste it like that, we're not talking to them. We're talking to people who care about that type of stuff. and We all know that's not rich people. <laughs> if you got money to burn burn your money or you could do like, like a little oozy save your bread and get a pink diamond in your forehead that's your business that's your own mm. business.
1: you I can't to, believe uh, you uh, did uh, talking that
0: to us folk <laughs>
1: <laughs> you've never lived you
0: Are uh, people right now
1: <laughs> you've never lived a poverty life if you never had to wash clean uh wash clean and dry styrofoam plates You've never learned hardship. You that. haven't done that shit. Styrofoam cups too.
0: Stop yelling at me. Stop dragging me down trauma memory lane.
1: <laughs> I I still remember I and I still am at fault for doing this too sometimes where like you'll make a sandwich or something and like you use a disposable plate. It's still clean, you just like fucking throw away the crumbs.
0: Mm-hmm. You're like, this is still a good plate. Like push that is it's fine.
1: Oh, my mom, my mom used to do that all the time, and I still... I will still sometimes do that. I'm like, it's still a good-ass plate. I'm going to use it as can.
0: It's reusable, if I...
1: Well, if it's, like, a paper plate, and it's, like, not covered in, like, sauce or something, it's reusable. So- <laughs> if it's not hella dirty... If it's not hella dirty, it's I- reusable. <laughs> you're
0: like, fuck it. I don't- I don't- yeah, I mean, like, you're the only fucking person eating it, so, like... At this point, like it's up to
1: you. Yeah, <laughs> it's really up to you. <laughs> but what I wanted to tell you, Ivy, mean, uh, before we start recording, so we were earlier okay. just little little context for the listeners. We were talking about food because you were eating what a burrito, bowl? and yeah. and I was talking about like I said, oh, I wanted Taco Bell, and I wanted to talk about this conversation. And I feel like we've had this conversation before, but. You know, we just like to talk. So we're going to we might have to repeat it, which is fine. I (laughs) love do you ever just crave trash food? And I'm not talking about like, oh, I want Chipotle or I'm like, I want fucking gas station like nachos or like, you know, that shit's bad. It's just nostalgically good.
0: I really miss 7-Eleven Slurpees. That is, that is, like, one of the biggest things I miss. I hate I hate it here in the South because I don't get that. Really? I miss Wawa subs even though I know they are garbage.
1: I don't think, well, I know here in the, the West Coast we don't have Wawas, but I love a fucking 7-Eleven nah. hot, hot dog. Burger. Imagine fucking. having
0: that for, for for a minute, and then like moving away. Like no, actually no, because we have Seven Elevens where I grew up too. Because we had the Seven Eleven there in, in Dover. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, bro. I literally grew up on Slurpees. Had Slurpees for like the longest fucking time. And then moved to the land of lack of Slurpee. Like I don't give a fuck about none of these sheets or whatever they're offering. I'm sorry. How no, are
1: there no, not, not Slurpees where you are? That's interesting to me. It's like a,
0: there's a there's another chain that's like it. It's like a sheet but, but it's, just, it's not 7-Eleven. Yeah, it ain't no 7-Eleven Slurpee shot. You're enough.
1: like, if it doesn't taste like 7-Eleven red or blue, I don't want it.
0: Right, <laughs> right. I used to mix red and blue together. That's my shit. That's my I
1: favorite. used to do, cause like red was always like cherry, and then I'll put like the Coke, yeah. the Coke Slurpee. So it's like a cherry Coke Everybody slush. Everybody
0: that. I got burned yeah. out on that real
1: fast. See, I would layer it. I did layers, and sometimes the apple. Yeah,
0: one layer of cherry, one layer. Of
1: Depending on how fancy I was feeling, if I wanted, like, like actual layers, or if I wanted it, like, one side had cherry, slide it over, one side had blue, one side had Coke, or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, I just mixed that shit up like me, and that's just how I did it. I was like, yeah, we're gonna swirl these together, and bam! But, like... <laughs> it's a little purple, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> but it's like, I said Taco Bell, and I was like, oh, I just want, like, the grossest food they have... <laughs> <laughs> for damn, i'm like like i should just get the grossest thing now i'm gonna regret it the day after when i have the shits but like yeah it's so good and they got those five dollar boxes let just could actually fill you up and i'm a fat man those things That's fill you I up
0: about grocery store fried chicken it's like certain places
1: yeah. are so it's by the especially place. when, like, when you get it with. when you get it fresh you have to get it yeah. fresh. Oh, that shit is <laughs> especially because, like, at my old grocery store that I used to go to before I moved to my my place where I am now, um, I used to know the people who worked there just because I would go grocery shopping all the time, and they were super nice because I was always nice to them, you know, like I was always nice to grocery store people, the deli people, especially because, like, you know, I would always okay. get like. Hmm. Well, I always get sandwich stuff so they were always nice and like they're like oh yeah here try this one try this one when you could you know do samples back then now you can't yeah. cause COVID no. um, <laughs> but the, the same people who do deli would always do like the hot food and so when we would ask like oh you know are there any fresh they would kind of know by now like cause every now and then they'd be like oh we got some fresh chicken did you want some like cause they knew us cause we would always go there like once a week mm. And like, oh, when I tell you fresh grocery store chicken when it's just out of the fucking fryers, oh, so good, so good, better than Popeyes, better than KFC. They
0: they was giving you pieces of that. They wasn't doing that shit where the fuck I stayed at. Any of them places I stayed at, they they wouldn't even. All right, to be real, like the only places I ever experienced like people trying to like give you deli slices to try was like aside from like a Sam's club or something, was like places in nicer areas, like bougier, na- <clears throat> bougier neighborhoods. Well ours also was in... like the real like poorer rural or just like broker neighborhoods and they were just slicing like your shit. Like it wasn't being like, Do you want to try anything you want a sample? Like no. You only well, got that type of treatment in certain places.
1: Well the thing is is that like my my old Ruby and I when we would do grocery shopping, we always went when it was never busy. So they had time to talk, and we would always talk because we always took too long deciding on what we wanted so to get. You
0: was just chumming it up to get slack. Is that what
1: you're Well, about? well, no, like we were just nice to be nice anyway. Like we weren't there to try to get free samples of food. Like we weren't trying to be <laughs> like on our lunch eating there because that's what we wanted. No, uh, what I'm saying is that like we would just be nice because like it was always the same lady who would help us, so she would keep seeing us every time. And this is when I was still dyeing my hair a lot. So every time she'd see me, it was always a new color. And I think she, like, enjoyed seeing what color it was next. Mm-hmm. So after a while, she just started being super nice to us. And we were just super nice to her, asking her how she is, you know, whatnot. And, like, she, she always was, like, just super chill. Super fucking chill. Everyone else there was super nice, too. But, like, it was always the one deli lady. We're just like, like, oh, you know, she's there every time we say hi. How's it going? Sometimes we were there super quick Break and then we... I off with samples and pieces of free fried chicken. I'm upset. <laughs> <I ain't laughs> well, no well, no. She knew when we would get fried chicken, she would be like, oh, do you want the fresh ones? And she would give us a fresh batch.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: Hey.
0: Are you gonna, if you're going to offer it, I'm definitely going to take that shit. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Hell I'm yeah. Certain, I will most certainly take the most fresh <clears throat> shit. I don't...
1: Also, too, though, like, and Ooh. I know this is like... Uh, like this seems sacrilegious to a lot of people. I don't know. You're into sushi, aren't you? You uh, like sushi, don't you? Me and no? Fish, we
0: don't get along.
1: I don't like. Oh, uh, really. like, well.
0: I stand the way it tastes. Like I've tried everything, and I just
1: cannot. Well, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, grocery store like sushi is it. like a sin," especially if you're a sushi lover. And like, oh really? Yeah, because you know when you associate grocery store, you're like, "Oh, prepackaged, that's gross." But like, there was this lady. <laughs> Who owned the little sushi part in the in the in the grocery store? And like you could order fresh ones, and you could see her make mm-hmm. it. She was so sweet too. She was really nice, but like for some reason, the way she made her sushi was so bomb, so
0: bomb, oh, so good. Yeah, that's different too, cause you're getting it. I feel like you're getting it this in a similar fashion the way you would get it if you went to like a <clears> restaurant. <throat> To because uh, like fresh for you on
1: the spot. S- sort idea? of, but like you don't, you don't go to the grocery store for sushi because you know it's not going to be quality. You go to a sushi restaurant for like quality sushi. Oh, okay. But That's for some idea. reason, hers was just tasty as fuck. Like, like
0: I see your your rich ass fish, and I raise you a more delicious, cheaper fish. In your face. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know what it was. She just made it super good. It was like, it was still sort of expensive to buy anyway. But like, I was working at the time, so I didn't give a fuck. So you I was know like, ooh. Was?
0: Seasoning. You know what was in the seasoning? Poverty and personal experiences. Oh, I thought you were going to say MSG.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Oh my
1: gosh. Which reminds me, though. I still need to buy oh, some. Oh, guess what I did. What did you do? Guess what I did. What wasted you money.
0: Guess what I wasted money on.
1: Oh, Lord. What, so what, what, I
0: rented what? a movie.
1: Mm. That's your first mistake, because who the fuck rents movies? First of all, bitch,
0: don't When, it, me when, when all the internet... It was like, premiere. And
1: I was like, yeah. The internet is free. You could probably Google it and find uh, like a shitty version online without having to pay money. I know everyone's okay, done it. Five
0: dollars. <laughs> and it was such a disappointment. So it was called a glitch in the matrix. It's trash. It-, it was a disappointment. I'm sorry. It's a lot. I've seen a lot of reviews out there about it, and like a lot of people were like really gassed about it, and they're like, "What an authentic view!" But like it starts off telling you about like simulation theory just like the concept but it feels like the number of actual people they're interviewing that's like scholarly or you know what i mean like has like any sort of academic background to like validate what they're saying Mm -hmm. or any sort of like genuine research It's, it's like maybe one or two people and then the rest are just like people who just claim to have experienced it And then one of the people who was an experiencer winds up being somebody who, like, it winds up turning, like, for, like, 15, 20 minutes towards the end into, like, this fucking murder mystery, basically. Like, not even a murder mystery. It's, like, this guy, like, brutally explaining how he murdered his freaking parents because he basically believed that the Matrix was real and became, like, detached from fucking reality. Like, swept up in the idea of everything being a simulation. And I was just like, right. what the fuck? Like, I literally said out loud, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> because it just took me for such a fucking hard right, and my seatbelt was buckled, but I'm still swinging around the fucking car, because the turn the was just too sharp. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this, how did we go from, like, listening to people's simulation theory experiences to try to, like, add more validity to this subject, to, like... This guy's sort of, like, very much, like, his his fucking, like, I don't, I can't even, like, his fucking, like, crazy-ass experience, basically. That's, like, the best way I can.
1: It's like that meme. That that meme where it's like, you had me in the first part.
0: Right. And then you've banked a hard right. (laughs) Swinging all over the place. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And for whatever reason, it just, like. It's like the direction that it took, it took all of the validity out of the shit. And now, it just, like, if anything, validated my spirituality more and made me be like, simulation theory is bullshit. And anybody who believes that believes they're just a computer. And I feel bad for you that your mind is that small that you think that we're just reduced down to a bunch of zeros and ones when we're, like, way more closer to, like, some fucking spaghetti noodle level black hole type of energy than anything else. (laughs) But that's just, you know, like me and my spiritual connection and beliefs that are not validated because it's a <laughs> shitty ass documentary i don't See, know have you ever heard of have you ever heard of it before like you've heard of simulation theory before right
1: yeah i've i've heard the theories and i've heard like obviously the conspiracy theories and like the tiktoks where some of it makes sense and even even like the whole like mandela effect being part of it
0: but see, like, what about time, though? Like, that's the thing that, that, that I was thinking about, was, like, doesn't necessarily have to be a simulation. What if it's just, like, people who are playing around with time and fucking around with things, so shit's just, like, jumping and changing, so everybody's just, like, experiencing different versions of shit, because we're literally watching, like, sh- timeline shifts occurring, like, before our very eyes, but, like, it's just so... Now it's like now it's part of our shit. So, it's right, just, it's normal now. So now it's all Mandela effect. It's all like in your head. Or it could literally just be Mandela effect and be in your head. Like, <laughs> it's like so many uh... possibilities. It's not that It's not the like. No, I- I'm gonna be honest. That that documentary really made me be like, nope, <laughs> that's not a thing. And I don't usually feel that way about shit. But there's like two things now that I feel very solid about. Hell is not real. And simulation theory is bullshit.
1: <clears throat> well...
0: Simulation theory is something they're selling us, so we'll go all put on Elon Musk's little, like, n- n- fucking nerd wire on our brain and... <laughs> and tap into AI.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, technically, if we're, if we're really saying it, technically, obviously, new hell isn't real, but old Bible hell is, technically.
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't believe that.
1: Because, um... Well, of course, give it to TikTok, but like, and I I just thought like this, this fact was interesting when I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, I didn't know that in, in old, and, and I think it's still translated the same way. But um, when they talk about hell in the Bible, in the older versions of it, they talk about a place called, I believe it's called Gehenna and Gehenna is a place outside of Israel where they dumped trash and lit it on fire to, like, dispose of it. So when they're talking about you're going to be living in Gehenna, they're talking about, like, just a trash hole that's on fire.
0: But that's not hell, as according to Christianity. But that's what, but
1: that's what, what they changed what it like. to. That's what they changed it to.
0: Okay, but I'm talking to like modern people who don't know shit about that though. Like modern, i like the modern concept of hell is like where you go when you commit sins,
1: right? Right. Well, well like, that's... that's the fiery pit of doom. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, it's an adaptation. Everything in Christianity is, it, for the most part, story-wise, is an adaptation. That's why, oh, of course, of mythology class, they that's like the first thing they do is pick apart Christianity and go, "Let me tell you how all of these like twelve your twelve basic Christian stories are mm-hmm. also stories from other cultures." exactly like like the first thing they do is dissect it just like that so yeah no but i i just don't i don't believe that like hell as the construct as people know it now is is a thing that's dumb well in my opinion it's dumb everybody else is entitled to feel how they feel i just don't personally believe that based off of experiences that i've had uh, yeah you could either be a part of the everything or you could be a part of the nothing it's pretty much like it's pretty much that easy.
1: See if I'm gonna be oh, part of the crazy. nothing, I want it to be the never ending nothing. I wanna be dramatic. It's lightning. kinda that's
0: kinda how it feels. Like energetically it feels like it feels like this voided ass environment where it's just like everything just gets cancelled out. It's <laughs> like literally nothing for you know i mean and i could i feel like that could be scary to people but like yeah yeah i don't believe in i don't believe in the concept of like a fiery pit of hell i feel like if any person experienced that it's some shit that they wanted to manifesting, and i don't mean it like you, you know what i'm saying yeah it winds up being like a, something that's more a making of the mind than it is something in the spiritual realm Hmm. so this is my personal opinion so
1: in the the long run read reviews before you rent a documentary well
0: the reviews i read one review prior to like that was like a high kind of like a hype building review which means of course it's gonna be a little bit biased but like i was like all right well let's just check it and see you know what i'm saying let me give it let me give it a chance because it might actually be cool It Mm -hmm. might be presenting some new information or something that doesn't feel, you know, like I've seen this on a YouTube video before, but it all felt like I've seen this on a YouTube video before, and then that whole, like, dark, tragic story about how this guy, like, brutally murdered his parents was just like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell did this turn into? Like, when does this turn into an episode of I'm a Killer? Like, what the fuck? But I was talking about simulation theory in this bitch. Now he's over here like, the Matrix made me do it. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I see. We went way left. You couldn't find nobody else that had that had these types of experiences. Nobody else. Just this part. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I've ever really seen a documentary that's done that to me yet. Like where they kinda just throw a like a hard left turn and just like divert the whole entire thing into something completely unrelated.
0: Most documentaries don't because it's because like, <laughs> 'cause they're trying to give you information so it's like keeping things consistent I feel like it's part of the sell of whatever tr- like whatever they're trying to like explain you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is that they're documenting as it were. But not this one. This one was like a, this one was like traveling down the YouTube rabbit hole except you paid to do that shit. Mm. So I'm mad that I paid to do that shit. Yeah,
1: I would too.
0: I could have did all that on my own. Side. I didn't need no help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I head. felt... I'm trying to think of like, I felt like maybe there was a movie that did that to me. I know, movies have done that to me for sure, where like, they had you in the first half and then you're just like, why did I pay money for this shit? Like, why? I don't don't know. Have I ever left a movie mad? I'm just trying to think. It's Now I feel sad because like now I can't go to the fucking movie theater. But I'm just thinking about it. I'm like... Have I ever, like, left a movie because of how awful it was? I don't think I have. No. I, I've snuck into movies. Like, I think we all have. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to do that with my dad. My dad was the one who would do it. And he just, I would just be with him. He'd be like, let's go. I was like, oh, okay. That's
0: lit. I was doing that shit with, with uh, me and my friends. We and my delinquent as friends
1: <laughs> well cause like my dad would always go to like the like we'll pay for one movie like back then when like lord of the rings were still coming out and, like mm-hmm. I'd sit through a fucking three hour movie and then like we'd jump to another movie that was still going and so just cool. I'm like okay dad
0: my parents were squares you guys were squares you didn't get, you didn't do that type of stuff with me okay why were we not doing delinquent shit together <laughs> i have questions i I didn't bond properly (laughs) try again i didn't
1: think about it until i started getting er, like older and then i was like what we're doing is not not like we're stealing technically
0: (laughs) you were like oh this technically immoral to teach a child it's fine it doesn't y'all have fun that's what matters (laughs) well
1: it's like it's like when your parents like tell you to like hide food in your like jackets and shit when you go into the theater because they don't want to spend money on movie yeah. theater popcorn and, and candy and shit.
0: That definitely went down. My, my family, because the mall had the fucking uh, Dollar Tree literally inside of it. Oh, hell until, yeah. Until until the movie theater caught wind of what the fuck everybody named Mama was doing, and then that store mysteriously disappeared, even though it was a booming-ass store because it was a Dollar Tree. So it was always getting business. So it didn't make sense that they weren't able to make their rent that, that month. And just suddenly disappeared and then all of a sudden you seen the concessions at the movie theater go up too. And I was like, Mm. So y'all pigeonholed us and then jack the prices up to thirteen dollars for a small ass popcorn. So that we ain't got no choice but to pay thirteen dollars for a small ass popcorn. But I see you taking my dollar tree and I raise you. I found a dollar tree in my neighborhood and I'm gonna bring that shit anyway.
1: <laughs> but but movie care. theater popcorn just slaps. Though, like it's so overpriced, but it's it slaps. The
0: it's the butter. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: for sure, one hundred percent. But like, i still eat the shit out of it.
0: <laughs> Listen, once I started, I will clog my, my arteries. Fucking movie theater butter popcorn from the store. I started bringing my own popcorn after that.
1: Wait a I, think I have that. I bought, I bought a popcorn. I bought a popcorn maker <laughs> not too long ago. You did? I did. I have. um I I for sure. oh no this one's called kernel seasonings movie theater butter oil blend
0: i miss circus energy is that weird i miss that type of shit what is that like just like the circus like fucking funnel cake and like
1: oh like carnival shit i
0: hate clowns though yeah like but i love carnival shit isn't that weird
1: hell no i love you a good fucking carnival like, like oh, carnival food mm-hmm. oh no i'm talking about like the small ones I like know, the, but it
0: still just makes me think of it. Like even when I see the little ones, like that's it's what the I'm smell. Of. It's the of that. yeah,
1: yeah. The smell is what what really like sets it apart. But oh, funnel cake and churros and funnel cotton candy, and
0: fried whatever the fuck you want.
1: I have never had that yet. I still to this day have not had a deep fried. No, I I lied. I have had a deep fried Oreo because family has made it. But we've ne- I've never gone to like a fucking carnival, gotten like a deep fried Oreo, and really? I. I this is so trash to me and i still want to try just to taste it even though i know it's probably gonna either just be complete hot garbage and i know it's gonna kill what? me fucking deep fried butter <laughs> oh, no. J- hey, I just i want like, i, 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 wa- I, I, I want to say just so that i like i just want to say that i've tried it that's all like i'm not gonna eat the whole if, fucking thing
0: you around me you by yourself. I just want you to know. Don't be looking at me and be like Ivy. Mean, no, you eat that by yourself. I listen. cholesterol nah. is a problem in my family. <laughs> I ain't gonna do right, but
1: cholesterol me. ain't gonna happen that one time. Just one bite. You That's all. I, a
0: stick of butter. It might. You, you might fuck around. Find out that.
1: Well thing. then. Well then, we'll cut it up in slices and hand it out to the children. <laughs> wow. Here's a slice of butter for you. Don't
0: put, you put put that.
1: that evil Put the, put that, put, put that shit on top of your on top of your funnel cake. You get butter.
0: <laughs> Yo, that's so fucking extra fried butter on top of your fucking funnel cake, bitch. Like, geez.
1: no, you know what's the extra? F- and I've heard about this. I've heard about this online, and i have not seen this obviously because you know West Coast. Cause we think we bougie or some shit. But like cereal milk. Why do they sell that? I love cereal milk. At oh, carnivals, that. that's a thing. At carnivals, yeah. Apparently, it's a thing. I've never seen that. It's like that's just. They I don't was do like, that where I'm from. I was like, bitch, you can have that at home for free Well, you technically pay for the cereal milk. Oh my but god, like, that's so bougie. I'm like, cereal what the hell? Milk, please. <laughs>
0: uh, I'll have some cinnamon toast crunch cereal milk, please
1: they will do it for you you fucking cereal milk
0: milk. you know what tastes like cereal milk wait there's this like there's this young coconut milk that i that i was getting who the fuck makes that shit i think it's like harmless harvest or some shit like that that shit tastes just like (laughs) the bottom of your cereal bowl i really like that shit that shit slaps. It's expensive as hell, though. It's like five dollars for a little bottle, but I love that shit.
1: See now what on carnival food. I
0: love. I love carnival food. See, I don't know what made me think of it, but it's like a little loc-
1: popcorn is what made you love think love it. of it. I'll
0: be telling people it's like a closet love. You right? Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> that damn popcorn machine yours.
1: You know what's funny. I don't like. You I told myself. What my stuff-
0: type of machine I want? Oh, sorry. What? I don't know.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh no! I was just gonna say the only other the only other machine I think I would want aside from that is a um a cotton candy maker. Like I want the cotton candy machines, the little sugar floss machine.
1: Uh, like the kid size ones.
0: No, like one to be able to like make my own <clears throat> bougie ass artisanal fucking cotton candies because I really fuck with cotton candy.
1: See, <laughs> like, it. And- the thing with those though is they are a bitch to clean.
0: I'll do it. I don't care. I'll be dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh I wanted this since I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, I wanted those little ones. So now I'm grown. Now, so now I want the big girl one. I want. I want the one that looks like I'm a professional. I gotta roll that bitch out on a cart and be like, Ta-da! oh, my God. cotton candy this week, y'all. <laughs> No? You think that's
1: too much? Uh, I... You know what's funny, though? Like, as I've gotten older, like, I... I haven't been too into, like, sweets nowadays. Like, there, there'll be times where I'm like, okay, yeah, I want some. Or I want, like... I don't know. I have to be in the mood, like... Chocolate, I'm all for. Like, I can eat chocolate every fucking day. But, like, for cotton candy, like... I don't know, they have to have the right flavor for me or something. I don't know. I'm weird.
0: I am willing to make whatever cotton candy flavors may or may not mostly may make you happy. I just don't know what they are. We'll figure them out. When I get my when I get my grown up cotton candy machine. <laughs> I had this salted caramel one before that was like wow. I didn't even know you could do that, and it got me really excited. really sparked my uh, passion for one.
1: Well, them. I know that there's um, there's like these kids' toys ones where you could kind of use like any like hard candy. So like people, mm-hmm. you could like throw in Jolly Ranchers and shit.
0: Oh, you can't tell a bitch like me some shit like that. I'll be in the Dollar Tree buying all the cheap ass hard candies. You know some strawberry bonbons? Oh my god, you could imagine <laughs> making strawberry bonbon fucking. Like, candy floss?
1: Oh, my God. Oh See, my God. the only thing about that, too, about making, like, cotton candy and shit like that is just the mess surrounding it. Because then you'll have, like, little free radical webs of, of sugar flying in here. You don't your...
0: be messy stuff. I noticed that. You don't like that. Oh, no, don't you get me wrong. wrong. make a mess, be like, eh, kind of messy, though.
1: <laughs> no, I don't mind making the mess. My my mind thinks about who would go be cleaning the mess.
0: I know, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -mm. I didn't say you mind making it. you just be like, "Mm, that's a mess. Like, mm, who's dealing with that?
1: It's like the rule at home, you know? If you cook dinner, you don't have to clean it. Oh, wow. I know who lived by that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You had to rethink that one, didn't you?
0: That'll that'll happen everywhere. That's all I can say.
1: (laughs) It should be a cardinal rule. If you slaved over that pot, you don't need to clean it.
0: I take the fuck back.
1: <laughs> Those who enjoyed it need to clean it.
0: Uh, it's like it's like a maybe, maybe sometimes, but not all, not all the time. Not not right re- not regular enough. We'll get there. It's progress. It's growth. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a it's a process. Mm. <laughs> so speaking of processes, should we? Process some tarot, process some, some spiritual advice.
1: Yes, I say we do.
0: Cool, so it's a lot, y'all. So let me drink my water.
1: I know, I'm buckling drink up, up 'cause this is this is Ivy's Ivy's corner now. <laughs> this is what she called the tarot. Tarot time, Ivy's corner.
0: Ivy's corner. Welcome to Ivy's Corner where I snatch your wig and put it back again. <laughs> You're welcome. Today's message is brought to you by Prosecco, Red Bull, and water.
1: <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Just the letter the, the, the letter C for caffeine. <laughs> the letter C for caffeine.
0: So true. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All
1: right, lay lay so, down for us. us. Yes, let's go.
0: Lay down. All right. The story according to Tarot is brought to you by multiple decks today. So I am not going to tell you what they are okay (laughs) it's literally it's it's literally like four or five different forms of uh of divination going on here so buckle up because this is going to be a long story so what i'm seeing is this i'm seeing a collection of either like a sudden like here's here's what's happening you're having like a sudden realization of your resources some of y'all already know what you have and you're just kind of like collecting that and gathering that in and you're like uh, like kind of like counting all your chickens and shit you're like okay that's mine and that belongs to me and that's mine too and okay and look, oh, look at what we've accumulated so that's kind of where some of the focus is is being driven this week it seems like It's it really almost seems like that's where all the focus is, but as as we'll see a little bit later on, that's not really the case. There's there's other emotional layers that's happening too, but the thing that's gonna seem the most prevalent is gonna be this focus on acquiring shit, whether that's acquiring some sort of assets or acquiring things that like add value to your home or. It could be some business ventures for some of us. It could be that we're trying to gather our resources because maybe we're trying to step into a different career or, or or anything within that that sort of area. That's what I'm seeing here. It's like a lot of focus on career, a lot of focus on like finances. If the home benefit if the if like there's anything to do with the home, it's only benefiting because there's such a focus on career, on finances, on acquiring like the wealth and the stability that's needed. It's like all of a sudden you kind of come to and go, okay, I know I need this. What do I have or what have I, what have I acquired to be able to get me closer to this thing, this goal that I'm focused on right now? All right. So there's also, with that being said, like there's, there's also new beginnings that's coming for some of y'all specifically involving business and career. Uh, But you're, i'm I'm detecting apprehensive energy. There seems like there's some apprehensive energy going on. I'm seeing some of y'all are just like too much in y'all head, and you gotta come up out of that there's There's some swords energy here that's saying like it's a lot of like mental focus. I think some of y'all might be overthinking it. You're not certain, but you don't really need to overthink it like try to try to only use your mind for good. You don't need to use your mind for ill, negative shit. It's not necessary for you to constantly use that big, beautiful brain of yours to be thinking up the worst case fucking scenario. Sometimes it's good to flip the script on yourself and do nothing but like positive case scenarios. Like, oh, okay, and like the best case scenario is this actually, and not always harping and thinking about the negative. You already know what the pitfalls are, so you're really just spinning your wheels. This is, that's what the energy feels like. Like, you're just basically bullshitting yourself and wasting your own time Um, instead of focusing on what the positives are. There's lots of opportunity for people in areas of like communication, writing, speaking, uh, even entertainment type of shit. You've got Also, some energy that's being played around with in, like, the areas of, like, philosophy and science. There could be, like, discoveries in this area or just, like, successes that are celebrated in these areas. So, if, like, we wind up seeing some shit like that in the news, like, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, that could just be some shit that's happening for people personally. Like, people who are in these types of careers could be experiencing that. And uh, just to back up, because I know some people are probably thinking about this shit real quick. Before you you come for me with, but Mercury is in Gatorade, and you're not supposed to be starting nothing else. You can plan and plot as much as you want. Okay? Like, it's okay for you to do that. I understand for some of y'all, you're a little bit apprehensive. That could be what some of y'all's apprehensive energy is about. Mm -hmm. You're like, my Mercury is in retrograde, and I have to wait. You can wait, but ain't nothing stopping you from putting a plan together. Nobody says that you can't plan during this period. It's just like, hey, if you want to start something, like maybe wait a little bit. But even with what I'm seeing in the cards, it's like the the newness, the new opportunities is going to be coming forth. All that shit is coming whether you want to or not. So it don't like, in other words, spirit don't give a damn that Mercury's in retrograde because it ain't got nothing to do with them. They're gonna deliver these opportunities regardless because that's what the fuck time it is. So. <laughs> Uh, for the, like I said, for those who are seeking out business opportunities or changes in your career, these opportunities are going to start to present themselves now. So, uh, and again, that's despite what you don't know. So, just I, I'm also seeing some of y'all are going to charge forth into it anyway. On um, the the pep talk is mostly for people who are feeling apprehensive, but there is a good energy here for some of us where it's just like we're we're willing to. To go in on it anyway, even though we're not really certain how it's gonna turn out like there are some things that are hidden from us, that's like you know not in full view, but i I can tell you this the leap of faith that you're willing to take at this time is actually gonna transform your overall belief systems because you've been kind of like toying with your self belief you've been toying with your your personal belief structure as a whole. And some of these things that you've been putting energy into, it seems like, has been a test of those faiths. And so you taking that leap of faith and kind of, like, charging in and saying, I'm going to do this anyway, whether you're apprehensive now or not, like, the, the leap of faith that you're taking is actually going to benefit you. And it's going to provide opportunities for you. So just go ahead and, and keep that flowing. Go, It's okay. You can definitely... I would say this. Say say this to yourself. Just say, you're gonna have a moment where, that's the way I can phrase this. There's gonna be a moment where shit kind of just like hits you, and you're gonna realize, like, yeah, this is really my path. This is really where I'm supposed to be, right here, right now, in this moment. Like, this is what this is what shit really is supposed to be for me. Some of y'all are gonna be having that experience specifically dealing with, like I said, career and business. And you're right. So if you have moments of doubt, just know, like, be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process. Transformation demands death. Period. So that means who you were, like, by you demanding this change, you are demanding death. You are demanding chaos because you're demanding that things don't be the same way that they were because you want this newness. You want this change. You want to progress towards this goal. So you have to ultimately accept that that means that who you were in that moment has to go because you're transforming now. You know, that that old skin can't stay. And that's it. That's the sacrifice for the transformation. So... At least it's not like you gotta let go of like a shit ton of things that's gonna really shatter, like sh- shatter and shake up your world. It's just a matter of you kind of like shedding your skin enough to get out of your own way and go be like, okay, I believe in myself. I believe in this opportunity. I believe that this is really where I'm supposed to be at. I've gotten enough signs now. I've thought enough about what all the possible negatives are gonna be. Like I'm cool. Now onto the onto the sexy shit. Cause I know that's what some of y'all <laughs> care about. Cause it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be Freak Day. I mean Valentine's Day so What day is that? Uh, in four Valentine's days. Valentine's day all like, what is it's,
1: she? it's in four days. It's Sunday.
0: Yes, that's right. Ivy is that type of bitch who does not celebrate the Valentine's Day. I don't. It's or
1: like, well, it's cause like for no reason that well, you already have yours. You have your Valentines. <laughs> Or as oh, I call, nothing or or, nothing. or as I call it, I call it Singles Awareness Day. Okay. That is Singles Awareness Day. That is not disrespectful because I am a participant of Singles Awareness Day.
0: Oh, you mean like that's when you let people know that you're single so you can get a Valentine?
1: Or what? bitch, I've been single for the whole, for all my life. All my life, I've never had anyone. User, well, there's
0: some sexy energy going around because it's almost ho day. I mean, Valentine's Day. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> it's it's almost the day some... for everyone's conception. <laughs> for the new generational almost, conception.
0: Yeah, it's almost. <laughs> what's nine months from now? Fall? Scorpios? What is it?
1: Uh, the
0: Scorpio babies? Ain't that when all them get conceived?
1: Do we need more Scorpio babies?
0: No, no, let's do the math. It's February. <laughs> you <laughs> pregnant now march april may june july august september october november yeah don't be getting pregnant right now don't do that we got enough we got enough scorpios right now don't be getting pregnant right now y'all just keep it keep it contracepted. you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the romantic energy I... Because that like that I don't normally do this, but it literally leaped out in the cards and was so fucking obvious and prevalent that there was just no way to go around it. So some of y'all is getting some butt, I guess. So here we go. Romantic <laughs> energy in the air, obviously. Cause it's that time of year. Oh, uh, I don't have but sexy music
1: more... for you to play uh for, for, for <laughs> me to play over. I'll I'll maybe I'll put one <laughs> in post. I'll bad. I'll put one in post.
0: Oh yes, that'll work. It does feel more like palpable and kind of like carnal in nature than it has like for this year. Just feels like way more spicy, sexy. Like some of y'all gonna be doing some strange things. Mm -hmm. That's your business. Don't tell me. (laughs) Keep that to yourself. (laughs) But some of y'all gonna be doing some nasty stuff. I'm just saying that's what it looked like. Don't blame me. We are
1: we are not a kink shaming podcast. (laughs) I do not no
0: kink. Okay.
1: Maybe some, we but not. only if it's justified. Can't it get
0: up. Can't get up. It's fine. This, um, um, this one. The reason why this shit is more intense is actually because the people that you're trying to connect with, whoever, whomever it is, is somebody that you genuinely fucking desire. Like this shit is rooted in like some deep fucking carnal desire. Some of you have been oppressing that. And oppressing that sort of deeper carnal sexual energy. And you've kind of, in reality, like, you've just been denying yourself this shit. And it's, like, right there for you. What I'm seeing is, I'm saying like, it has more to do with someone else than it does with the person that you've really been desiring and dealing with. So the, what I'm seeing here is that whomever it was the person So it's probably some person from the past or whatever the fuck that's just like messed with your feelings. And so that could be causing you to have these sort of like oppressive, doubtful thoughts about any other type of connections. And sometimes that happens, right? Like we we have a tendency to drag baggage from our exes into the new shit and, and sort of like paint the ex or paint the ex's face on the new person and start you know, putting all your old bullshit out on that person and all the shit to do with them. And all I'm going to say is, is that if that is what you're doing, I'm telling you right now, you're making a mistake because the person that you've been dealing with is somebody that's like, they straight up came in unexpectedly, stole your heart, took that bitch and ran. <laughs> but that person brings you a sense of peace. And it's been helping you stay more balanced than even you kind of let on. And it feels like you're gonna piss away your own opportunity by like oppressing your own feelings. Cause you're too busy kind of like it ch- feels like feels like kind of chasing the past that you're, you're gonna wind up giving into this oppressive energy more than you should. I do see people coming out of it. Like I see people kind of coming to and being like, oh wait, no like I actually don't value this energy. This is some old shit. And I'm just like I'm not realizing that I'm just dragging it with me. Let me stop. And you'll stop. And once once you reverse that oppressive energy that's really blocking you and you let all your anxieties and your what-if games, like, drop away, you will see, like, this person, luckily for you, is actually extremely passionate about you and enough to basically put up with your shit. <laughs> so lucky yo ass, I guess. i don't know who i'm talking to but i'm talking to you and the connection like the connection that you share with this person that you're trying to deal with is is actually kind of restores your faith too in a lot of ways once you realize once you put that guard down and you realize like oh like oh shit like this person actually is like 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 true as shit they really care about me like this connection is real it's not me playing games in my head So, um yeah you know so that's you didn't actually it feels like it feels like it's something that you didn't really think was possible, probably because of however shit shook out for you in the past or how you've how you've dealt with um disappointment and love in the past so you kind of I feel I feel this energy is like you just kind of like gave up you're like ah, whatever I mean it's cool or whatever, but I don't give a shit, but now it seems like this person's energy. The way they presented themselves to you and the way they've been like just fervently like unswayed by your bullshit, no matter how much you've thrown is like really changing your perspective and like restoring your faith and like the idea of of like love and you know not being alone and isolated in that respect, yeah. so obviously <laughs> that that doesn't apply to everybody, but that applies to those people so for those of you who haven't or aren't experiencing this then know that there's definitely somebody eyeballing you, because I, uh, like, so basically, I was seeing a few different things, and that is another thing that I'm seeing. Somebody who some, <laughs> there's people who are, who are in situations with people, and then there's people who are actually getting eyeballed right now, and then there's people who are, like, dealing with self-love shit, and I'm just basically breaking those three down, just to kind of give everybody a understanding, like, where the fuck I'm headed with this. So, Hold on, where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you got a secret admirer. Congratulations. Ooh, look at you being all cute and being an admired from afar. Ooh, are you red? You should be. All right, um but the person is obviously apprehensive. Uh, the reason is, is that it has more to do with the fact that they're too prone to like fantasizing about the connection in their head uh they're struggling to like take that shit from fantasy realm to reality and like make that firm transition they they've kind of they it's it almost feels as if they've kind of pined for you for a long ass time and now they finally have the opportunity but like they haven't realized that the opportunity is there it's kind of the energy that I'm getting and and it's so like you don't really know what's going on but, like, all the while, they're fucking, like, daydreaming about your ass 24-7, and they've just not really gained the courage to come out and be like, what's up? You look nice today. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like they say that shit a lot in their head, like, always, like, like flirty, catty, or not catty, but, like, flirty fucking, like, extra sexy energy in their head, but, like, <laughs> in real life, it's just like, hi, have a nice day. It's just like real basic. But uh your admirer is it does not mean to be that way. That's just the nature of their personality. So don't uh don't take it don't take it hard. You are definitely a catch. They're just really shitty at catching things. That's all. <laughs> Some people have the dropsies. This person has a drop kind of personality, so they, they keep dropping shit. They don't be meaning to <laughs>
1: Well, some people are probably—they like, they better be catching these feelings, or they'd be catching these hands.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They are catching the feelings, trying to just be patient. The aim <laughs> here, literally, is to have patience with them. They seem to be, like I said, it just seems that they—they're just in their head a lot. Um, and then for those of us who are either alone or cho- because we choose to be, or because you know that's just how shit is at this time, you are actually more focused on what you're passionate about. And, like, one of those things that you've become interestingly passionate about is your in, is your spiritual journey. Um, you're starting to come out of those previous notions about spirituality before and about self-love and self-respect that were oppressing you. Um, and not really allowing you to connect on a deeper level. And, and in that way, you were basically stealing your own joy before, like, like. Before you were even even really able to kind of come into contact with like what that really was, that's the that's the vibe that I'm getting. It's like okay, now you know what brings you the joy, but you also were kind of stealing it before you even knew what it was. Now you know what it is, and you're still stealing it. So I'm just here to tell you to stop stealing your goddamn joy. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's something that was an issue, but like. Y- <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm sensing this vibe where it's like people are trying to do much better now about that though. And you're sort of like taking a break from yourself, so to speak. It's like, you're kind of sticking your own shit. So you're like, okay, I'm taking a break from you, negative self, cause you just be on your bullshit and I'm going to start trying to like transform how I think and how I feel and how I do things on a spiritual level and how I connect with others and connect with myself. And I want you to know, like, this is actually all really good work, and it's really gonna help you transform and evolve yourself as a person. So, good job. Also, for the really spicy, sexy tea. Let me set my water. I ain't got no tea. I'm gonna set my water, set my prosecco. Cause some of y'all, some of y'all, just, just for some of y'all, it's a real small group, baby. I say maybe, cause it's Valentine's Day, so it might not be, might not be a small of a group. <clears throat> I am detecting some tristy, three-way kind of energy. I don't know who that is, but be mindful. If you out here thieving on other people's joy because you're in there playing in their sandboxes and whatever not, and that's not okay. We all grown, but it seems like you yourself specifically are a part of a community who cares a lot about monogamy and stability family and somebody from that community or even somebody from in your inner circle is going to try to like expose that shit soon so tread lightly shout if i was you i would just check that door or or learn how to explore yourself better so you can understand like what non-monogamy is and practice non-monogamy that's a thing because monogamy is it see it feels like maybe monogamy's not your bag and you about to get yourself into some dumb shit for no reason. When the reality is is you could just kind of like start working on being more true to yourself. There's a lot of that energy it feels like it feels like it's it's like if you're not in a situation where you're trying to be more true to yourself to the person that you're trying to be with, then you're trying to be more true to yourself because you're trying to spiritually evolve or like you know what I'm saying? It just that, it just feels like that's that's the energy that's going around. Um, but finally we're gonna go ahead and route back to everybody. Not just all the all the romantical sexy stuff. So like I said, routing back to everyone, it seems like there's been this holding period, right? And we've talked about this before about everybody kind of like sitting around and and kind of healing and marinating on like the next moves and things. Um But we're just kind of being reminded that, yeah, we were in a holding period for a minute that made things feel like we're kind of stagnant, being kind of stuck in one place. It was boring as hell even at times. But just know that a new day is coming. There is a new dawn on the horizon. Don't freak out. All right? I promise you're not going to stay in Groundhog's Day forever. You are going to wake up and it's going to be tomorrow. It won't be today. Um... I'm seeing, again, like there's a there's such a strong focus on fire, passion, drive, the ability to balance yourselves in a way that you hadn't before. Uh, for some people, shadows are going to get exposed, secrets are going to be told, and things will change in how we view the world, but it won't be for the negative. It's actually going to be for the positive because everyone seems to be pushing for this more authentic energy. Uh, the, the phrases that I kept hearing is like, I want real friends. I, w- I want real friends. I want real friends. I want real passion, per- personal freedom. I want real passion, I want real love, I want real balance and stability in my life. I really want to succeed at this. And it seems like everyone is so emotionally invested right now in this energy. And I think this is why these beautiful new opportunities are starting to come your way. Just like keep reaching for that authentic sense of self. It's, that's that's really helping you helping all y'all, it's helping all of us to, to push to be more authentic, like be what you feel inside and not whatever bullshit face you're trying to save for the public. Like I promise you're not gonna regret the shit for a second if you're really true to yourself. Like each of us deserves to feel comfortable in our own skin exactly as we are. We deserve to be loved and nurtured just as much as we as we deserve to like share that love and nurture others also the same way. It's like a give and take. You know what I'm saying? Energy ain't never been no no fucking one-way street. It's always been a two-way street. And, you know, find ways to give back or open up to that person that's been holding space in your heart. Like, that was the time to strip away that bullshit and be real. Phrases that I was hearing was like, I really love you. I really enjoy your energy. I really love giving back to others. I really enjoy and love giving back to myself and keeping balance. I really love this calling that I found for myself. I really love this passion and focus I have. I really love my authentic self. I really love the authentic version of you. Like, these are like mantras that are that you can use or that are like running through your head that maybe you're not fully expressing. And like, now is the time to really work with that energy and like get that out. Like, tap into that. That shit is really like, like strike while the iron's hot. Don't like I always joke and say, don't be a do 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 and like take your you know take your energy and repress it. Now not the time for that. Now's the time to actually, like, let it out and, and really start focusing on the things that, that make you feel like your authentic self and that you're truly passionate about. The overall message here is let love in and take a leap of faith in all aspects of your life right now. And on a, as a side note, there's a number that kept coming up uh, a couple of times, and it's the number 72. I don't know who the fuck that's for, but that's for you. So maybe, maybe somebody needs something more personal and specific to, like, help them. Affirm that this message is for them, but not for you. I promise, if you're listening, it's for you. That's so. <laughs> so your tarot reading. It was a lot. I'm gonna drink my drink now.
1: <laughs> that was quite the tarot uh, corner.
0: Mine and marinate
1: it. <laughs> the tarot time. That's what she called it. And it was t-t. Quite the
0: tarot time.
1: TT. I like it's that. time for TT. It's like
0: tea time. Well, spill the tea on your reality. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I know some people that wasn't that one probably. I feel I, I'm feeling like I said some heavy shit for some people. So I I want you to know, like I'm not saying these things to trigger you or to hurt you. That is never anything that I would want to do to another human being. That is not how I, how I want people to be able to grow and heal. These are messages that. Like I'm receiving, and and giving back out basically. Like I mm-hmm. have a radio. Please do not get mad at the at the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I will just do what the spirits tell me. I don't know nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I do be right sometimes, so I'm just like... saying. Well, that was a lot. Questions, comments, concerns. No. Uh, Alex is like, bitch, let's just go. I
1: know. We're just like, I mean, we talked, we talked a lot of weird, I mean, we did have some other topics, but I feel like that could be for next episode. Today was just kind of like a a random thoughts kind of day.
0: (laughs) Alex said, y'all have gotten enough. That's enough. Alex already <laughs> don't want his broomstick up. That bitch rumbling in a corner, waiting waiting to go.
1: I know, no, like like <laughs> the the jerks who are, like, outside my window, revving their motorcycles. I'm just like, sir. How
0: dare they? I love that sound, though, little key. That's, like, a secret passion of mine, if so I'm going to share it. Uh, see, I'll share a passion with y'all. <clears throat> I have a passion for cotton candy. The, the circus, but, like, carnival. Carnival is more specifically accurate. Secret passion for carnivals, and I really love motorcycles. There you go. Now you, now you know some things about me. Congratulations. <laughs> now we're close. I up. don't
1: mind motorcycles. I just don't like them revving near my open ass window.
0: I mean, that's true. You should. You should like lean out your window and be like, "Your exhaust is stinking up my streets." <laughs> uh, I feel like that would work.
1: <laughs> eh. Maybe. I mean, luckily they're not just sitting there. Like, there's been times late at night where they just sit there waiting for the gate to open. It's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, it is three in the morning, sir. <laughs> sir, use the other door. You don't need to it's be in this lead. one. And then they have <laughs> the audacity. Then they have the audacity to rev that shit so loud so it echoes in the the car po- <laughs> the car park structure. And I'm just like, really, bro, like. Is your dick that small? Cool. Like, come on.
0: It might be. But hey, it doesn't matter the size. It's the motion of the ocean.
1: No, unless they're being a dick. You ever
0: notice how that phrase really is more reliant on, like, pussy juices than it is actually on dick size? I know that's, like, real way out there. <laughs> but, like, I just really, that is not <laughs> Because the motion of the ocean is essentially relying on my pussy to take care of your small dick problem.
1: I mean, unless they're lubing it up properly.
0: Again, that mostly requires me, unless we are using store bought lubrication. Well, like that that, that lubrication is dependent on me.
1: That that's that's for our our straight friends. But if if you like me in the uh, the Alphabet Mafia, you, you require too. you require some of that that uh, that extra slippage.
0: Listen, I listen, I I, I fuck slip. With- everybody so like if you want to use it I don't give a fuck like, that I a know like, I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying for okay that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that shit I just dawned on me that like that's a phrase that I hear in like heteronorm culture where they're like it's not the size it's the motion of the ocean and I'm like isn't that you technically relying on my pussy to be great I feel like that's what you're asking for cause I am the ocean <laughs> That's what y'all keep telling me in all these damn songs. I am the ocean. So therefore, you're lying on me. And the motion <laughs> that I provide to help that out. Like, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> it we sounds like get. it's masking one of those really like fucked up phrases where it's like, it's because your pussy is not tight. Like, it feels <laughs> it feels like it's one of those types of deals.
1: You're like, because you whopping up a storm? Is that what it is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so my- you whopping all over the place oh my god I'm about to use that on my female friends when they look bad as hell like and they look really good I'm like look at you whopping all over the place stop that (laughs) get the bucket and the mop you making a mess god damn it I'm like (laughs) it's
1: like you leaving a snail trail clean it up ho
0: you're leaving a goddamn snail trail bitch all this whopping here god damn it
1: (laughs) oh lord we need to get out of here (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man, we do. It's the booze. Let's go. Bye.
1: <laughs> well, that being said, before we go, you've been listening to Thoughts from the Broom Closet. I'm Alex,
0: and I'm Ivy,
1: and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Nasty.